and I think it's recording. Yes, it is. Is it? It is. And what up, everyone? Don Chen's. I have a new interview, and they're saving my life because I had a bunch of interviews not work out. So my hero is here, Martine Akinfora. Thank you for having me. And I said it. We had a five-minute dialogue trying to make sure I said her name right. And I think did I do it? You did a great job. Did okay, great I job. did it. Yeah. All right. So Martine is the owner of My Meal Prep, and instead of me explaining it, I guess I'll have her explain what it's it good is. Good idea. My Meal Prep is not your typical meal prep company, I guess, because um, we kind of focus more on the organic, um, local food, farm to table ingredients. And then we do everything custom made to order. We accommodate all types of diets like keto, paleo, and all that. And I think most of the meal prep companies out there, it's just kind of a you know, generic meal and you just have to order what they offer, so. What do you think differentiates what you do from other meal prep companies? Definitely the accommodations that we make and then the customizing the macros that we do. So and you do it for each individual person. Yeah. So that is just more work then. <laughs> it's a lot more work, but I've been doing it that way from the start and I kind of got like a system down now okay. that makes it manageable. And then like my employees know, know the deal. We're all, um, we're all knowledgeable on like a bodybuilder diet and like custom macros and all that. So it's, that helps. Yeah. It's good if people at least kind of know what they're doing. Yeah. Cause if they didn't, it would be really hard to, cause I would have to be like a nutritionist at that point, like teaching someone about nutrition in order just to pack meals, you know? Right. So, so. you gotta make sure you hire people know what they're doing. Yeah. All right. So before we get any further, do you have your two truths and a lie? I do. Okay. Let me remember them. So, okay. I'm going to guess this right. You might. You might not. Okay. So, I'm a certified Pilates teacher, one. Two, I ran my business for a whole summer not in this country. And three, I own a food truck. You're a certified Pilates instructor. Uh Uh-huh. What was the second one? Um, I ran my business from another country for a whole summer. And then third one, I also own a food truck. Come on. I'm going to (laughs) say, I want to say Pilates instructor. As the lie? It's not my answer yet, though. Okay. (laughs) But I feel like that could be like, you are, but you don't use it. All right, you're laughing, so I'm going to say Pilates instructor. You're wrong. Fuck. Is it all right? It's the food truck. You don't own yeah, the food yeah, truck. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You like work with the food truck or yeah, something? Yeah. Damn it. That was my second guess. Your laugh tripped me up. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's I guess a little hidden fact, the whole Pilates instructor thing. So how how'd you run your business from another country? What country were you in? Um, I was in Spain and I did a whole study abroad thing. And yeah, that's when I had the most employees I had at the time and somehow it worked. I don't know how. Do you think it made it easier or harder having more employees? Great question. At the time, it was good because I wasn't there and needed everyone I could get. But um, being back there in the kitchen, it it does make it a lot harder. The more employees, the more people you have to manage. And you would think that takes a lot of responsibility off of you because, you know, 
less work for you. You have people doing it, but it's more work for you because you have to like really think about everything you're telling them to do and make sure it's clear and make sure they're doing it right. It's just, it's totally more work. Where'd you go to school? Montclair State. Okay. And you were, so you were running the business while you were in school. Oh yeah. When did you start at the business? Um, when I was 19. So we're going on five years now. It's okay. crazy. And so I saw, I did some research and I saw you were a food science and nutrition major, correct? Yes. So but I was a lot of different things before that. I changed my major a lot. Really? Yeah. What'd you start out as? Exercise science. It's kind of similar. It is. It, so I like that I switched my major a lot because I got a little bit of uh, education in a lot of different areas. So like then I went from exercise science to um, I was going to do a dietetics program. And then I was like, no, I don't want to work in a hospital. So then I went to food science and then I got food. It's like food science and food systems. So it's a nice combination. Stupid question. Mm-hmm. What is food science? That's a very common question I get. So food science would be more like food products, like food development, recipe development, um, like all the science that goes behind your food, like getting the the recipe right so things last longer on the shelf, all that stuff. But then food systems, which was also part of it, is more like um, like you know farm to table, the whole process in between, managing managing a kitchen, managing you know like restaurant business. So tell me if I'm like talking loud enough. Also, it's actually it's better if you're talking. Well, talk <laughs> as loud as talk as loud as you feel comfortable. Okay, but. Being low isn't the end of the world because I okay. could always I could always jack your volumes up. Okay. I have a tendency to be too loud, and you'll see if you <laughs> see my screen, it just like clips the audio, like it goes off the thing. And then mine probably dips really yeah. low. Nah, okay. you're okay. Okay, I think we'll see. We'll see at the end. Hopefully, <laughs> I was telling I was also telling and her how I, I I lost an interview previously, so we're in person though, so hopefully it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, really. I'll help um, you out there. Okay, what were you saying? We were talking about. I don't know. You oh. If you, you sw- said you switched majors, you mm-hmm. got to food science and nutrition, and then at some point in college, you started my meal prep. Is that where you started at, or did you start as a different idea? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, my meal prep was the original name and the original idea. It was like the easiest thing to come up with. Hmm, what am I doing? I'm prepping meals. My meal prep. It's to the point. Sometimes it's not good to have a eh. name where people don't understand what it is. It's true. Yeah. For dumb but, people like me. I, yeah. need, I need to know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Don't agree that I'm dumb. You should just be like, no, you're not dumb. <laughs> I know. I, I totally did just agree with that. <laughs> uh, um, so do you do you think, did you always want to be an entrepreneur or were you passionate no, about the no food idea. first and kind of fell into it? Yeah. The, um, health and Yeah, I guess just health and fitness kind of led me this way. I had no intentions of starting my own business. I had no idea. I was 19. I had no idea what went into starting my own business. Yeah. So how did it come to that? Like what led, what events led to it happening? This whole thing? Okay. So my coach, okay, so I was just starting my whole like, my whole fitness journey. And my coach at the time, so I was lucky enough, okay, rewind rewind so i wanted to do a bodybuilding show right that was my that's how it all started then i so i hired a coach luckily i had a good coach that focused on like um like holistic nutrition more than just like the basic bodybuilder diet that 
ruins your metabolism and your life pretty much, which most people end up on. So I had a good coach, um, taught me about like eating the rainbow and, you know, proper nutrition and all that. He had, he focused on like organic and grass fed beef and all that. So then I actually enjoyed dieting and that's a crazy statement. Yeah. I, I was just thinking <laughs> it, that sounded crazy saying that, <laughs> but because I was like getting introduced to so many new foods. So I was having fun being creative with that in the kitchen. Then he was like, you know, a lot of my um, clients struggle with making their meals. You know, can you help a couple of them out? So then, long story short, I started preparing meals for some of his clients. And then, you know, word of mouth, referrals. A couple months later, I had an LLC. So, yeah, that's that. Um, I want to go back to what. So, so I was going to ask you, what are some common nutrition misconceptions that people have? Because ah. I feel like you probably could go on a rant about them, oh, but I want to yeah. specifically now <laughs> ask about the bodybuilding diet. What's so bad about a typical bodybuilder diet? Well, don't get too sciencey though, because like we were saying before, I'm <laughs> dumb. So keep keep it uh, for dummies version. Well, because they're eating. I don't even know where to start with this. Most coaches just underfeed their underfeed their clients and then like do too much cardio and then you're on that diet for however long it takes to get to the stage and they don't focus on like quality food it's just lean protein and whatever like spinach or broccoli like you know like five different ingredients and then they tell the client exactly what to eat six times a day like and it's all the same stuff like this coach gave me like basically anything you want just whole foods no sugar and um yeah, he focused on the quality of the food. That's important. And um, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, and then when they're done with the diet, they don't know what to do and just kind of, this, that's like a whole nother subject, but they, they don't know what to do and then they just go back to their old eating patterns, which isn't healthy. That's a good point. You know? yeah, yeah, that is probably and what happens. Blow up, metabolism shot. Anyway, it's a whole nother story. But yeah. mostly the quality of the ingredients and eating a diverse range of foods, you know, not just like the same five vegetables and chicken breast and ground turkey and all that. I would say it probably is tough to find like good bodybuilding coaches or people yeah, kind of in fitness, health and fitness in general, because I think people don't, I always say just because somebody's certified doesn't necessarily mean they're qualified. And I think so true. Um, it's scary though. A lot of these people aren't even certified. They just that's have abs. They think yeah. that's their certification. Well, yeah, that's because Insta that's because Instagram now. It's exactly. That it's really scary. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, don't get me wrong. You can be really smart and not have certifications and all that to back it up. But that's that's pretty rare. So be careful who you choose as a coach. More yeah. of a story there. I even say that about myself because I, I was telling, I was saying how I'm a certified trainer, but just because I'm certified, like, <laughs> the hell does that mean? I studied for four months and I, my major had nothing well, to do with that, so it doesn't really mean shit. <laughs> I'm sure you know what you're doing, but <laughs> they do, <laughs> they'd make it pretty easy. It is you know? pretty easy. Yeah, it is. Like it anyone is. could kind of get, get through it, you know? Right. Yeah, it actually is. It's People are like, oh my god, that's so awesome! You did that. I'm like, it's not as like crazy as you think. Like you could, you could do it if you really wanted to. But being yeah. like, no, actually knowing what you're talking about and being able to apply it, yeah, is like totally different than just you got a piece of paper or something like that. Totally agree. Or you have apps on Instagram. It's a big one. Yeah. So did you ever have? So have you been doing this full time? Do you have another 
means of income? Is this your only? Yeah, I have like six jobs right now. <laughs> Actually? <laughs> yeah, uh, close, close. So while I was in school, it's all I had time to do. I was full-time student, um, full-time lifter. So obviously gains come before money back yes, then. Yes, no one else understands that. Yeah. <laughs> Just recently, I started putting the gym as number two. You can tell. That's got to be rough. I can't it's, tell. <laughs> it's really rough. Like, you know, today I didn't go to the gym today. It's killing me inside, but I'm trying to just let it just let that, it slide. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. Actually, the other week I didn't go to the gym one day and I told my, I hope he's not listening. I told my director I needed to leave and I just went to the gym. I left early. Been there so many times. Do you know how many classes I skipped for the gym or, or because I got to school and there's like these massive stairs you have to go up and... I did legs the day before and I was like, fuck, I can't go up the stairs right now. And I just fucking went home. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to be an adult now. And, you know, that's what happens. I did, guess. You, did you think but it I, was? Sorry, go ahead. I don't know. I feel like I was telling a story about something else you asked a question about. But go ahead. Go ahead. Because um, I don't remember anyway. I don't remember either. <laughs> um, do you think it was hard in college to be running a business when I'm sure most of your friends were spending their leisure time doing other things? No, yes and no. So I don't really like to go out and party that much. Like, well, that's a lie. Now I do. But back <laughs> back then I didn't. I was more focused on the whole gym and all that. Um, it was more annoying that people didn't understand that like, so I didn't have like a regular job. Like I didn't have set hours. I had to manage myself and make my own hours so i could do something that someone invited me to but like i really couldn't because I, I did have to work and people didn't understand that they're like oh just come on you know do it later and i was like now i work weekends i need to stick to this schedule i need to do my work now otherwise it's going to be all messed up and like i let that get in the way a couple times and it's just it just fucks up my work so it's like i have to not care that people don't understand if that makes sense you know? Yeah. Like, no, yeah. I agree a hundred percent. It's kind of, it takes a little while just to get over that. You feel like people, you know, don't, don't get it. Or yeah. they don't I was saying to someone recently, like people, you just have to accept that people don't think the same as you and it, you can't yeah. change the way people think. And you just have to kind of get over it after a certain point. Exactly. And I can't waste my time trying to explain it to anyone either. It's just that that's what I do. And I just go stick to that. So right. do yeah. you feel like people ever try to deter you from doing it or push you towards getting a more traditional job or something like that? I've been pretty lucky because everyone's been supportive of me. Most people, the people that I respect their opinion, they have been supportive of me. I don't think anyone has like really tried to do that like intentionally, but have done things or said things like my past relationship, for example, which I don't really want to talk about, but that kind of slowed me down a little bit. It held me back a little bit because I couldn't, you know, spend the amount of time I wanted to on my business because of the needs of someone else. Right. It's like yeah. another responsibility almost. You yeah. Know, the time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so when you when you have your business and mm -hmm. you're trying to like acquire customers, get the word out, like what's your strategy? How do you market it? How do you, I feel like people for meal prep stuff, like I used one once and I won't say their name, but I used one a while ago. And I feel like a lot of people don't even know those kinds of things exist. They only think like Blue Apron exists. Yeah, 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 you're, you're totally right. So how do you get the word mm -hmm. out and acquire customers? So it's like the people that know about meal prep or like my business, 
they're the people that know about all the companies and most of them have tried a bunch of them. I am referrals really. That's been like from day one. That's what, that's why I'm here. It started with referrals. Um, I think that's the most important thing to focus on is like making sure your, your customers are always happy, even if they, even if there's a problem or they want to like cancel their order or something went wrong, like just always ending on a good note, making sure, you know, you do whatever you have to do to make it right with them. I think that's important because that goes, that goes a long way. Um, and then Instagram, Instagram and referrals are my biggest thing and it's all free. So (laughs) that's true. That's true. It is free. Um, I haven't really done any paid like marketing stuff besides like Google ads and stuff. I, I, I don't even think that works that well. So yeah, the flyers and all that. Nothing and you crazy. did the the way we met was because oh God, you did back. a little pop up thing. I hate at doing the those. the gym I went to when I used to live in uh, East Rutherford. I see other companies doing them all the time, and I don't know why because it does not generate business. It doesn't. Maybe did you, not. Did you know okay. that at the, Did you know that at the time? Or did I, you not I knew know it, it at the time, but I was I forced myself to do it anyway because it's just you know getting your name out there, meeting new people, see you know yeah, you, see, you, you see, it's planting seeds. Happening. Okay, you're right. It, it it is good, but I don't think it should be a priority. I don't know. I agree with that, but I think it could help. Like, and it's like you're doing it for free. It's it's good if you want to do it, but I'm just not into it. There's so many better ways to do that. I think it kind of puts a face to it, though. Like if I you're just right. if I it's, just saw my yeah. meal prep, like what the hell is that? It kind of looks like everything else. But if someone yes. knows you personally and they like you, they might be more inclined to. You're do totally with you. right. I also think my whole thing, my because I do organic and I focus on ingredients that most most people don't care about. That unfortunately, what do they care about? Like just a. They want the cheapest company out there, cheapest price for the most amount of food. So, I'm m- guilty of that. Yeah, <laughs> most people are, but I know that, and most people at the gym, especially strong and shapely, um, aren't gonna yeah. aren't really caring about that. So it's not my market. So right. it it might work for other companies, not not necessarily what I'm doing. So what's your market then? Um, you know the people that care about the ingredients like um so i've had a couple clients that were that have cancer and are on chemo and and all that and they have to eat organic they have to really pay attention to the quality of the ingredients and the oils that are used um people dealing with health issues people that are gluten-free anyone like on a really specific custom diet yeah mostly those people but I get a lot of people that don't care either. They just like the way the food tastes. Right. That's yeah. I guess the food has to taste good too. Yeah. That's important. Um, I do a lot of low carb and paleo meals, so like no grains. Um, and I change the menu every week, so a lot of people have told me because I obviously ask for customer feedback. So like in those reviews, a lot of people said that they like the variety and how the menu changes every week. So. And how it's creative and all that. So you think that makes it more difficult, though, that you don't have a consistent thing yeah. like for employees to know how um, to make them. Yes, but it's I have good employees, luckily. So it keeps it more interesting too. <laughs> it it does keep it more stuff. interesting. We could be more creative, which is if if I couldn't do that, um, I would hate what I did, and I <laughs> I just wouldn't do it. Right. I could definitely be more profitable. A hundred percent, but um, I wouldn't 
enjoy it as much. I like the creative side of it and the freedom in it. So, yeah. 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 If you have a passion, if you have a passion for like the actual process of making the food, I would assume it's more than just yeah. trying to make it, like you said, as cheap as possible and turn the biggest profit. Yeah. I, yeah. It probably, it probably leads to a better outcome if you're more genuine about it than just kind of like profit hunting, essentially, I would think at least. Exactly. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> How many employees do you have? Down to four now. It's very small now. What was the most you ever had? I was like 10, about 10 people I was managing. Yeah. So is it... What's, uh, do you prefer smaller team, bigger, smaller team? team? Well, for, for what I'm doing right now, smaller team. Yeah. I guess after yeah. a certain point you need a bigger team, but yeah. W- yeah. Which is what I was doing at the time we were doing, we were doing a lot more meals. Like the quantity was much higher. Um, and I wasn't doing as much, but I'm out of school now, so I have more time. So I could do more. It was like one point where I had no job, pretty much. I was just like managing people, like sitting there managing people. And I thought to myself, because like (laughs) when I started, I was like, because I was listening to the wrong people, right? Um, You know, you just want to do as little as possible, keep growing the business, which is all good things, but and like automate everything. And I was doing that. I was on my way to doing that. And I was sitting there. I was like this is so stupid. Like I could do all these jobs right now. Like yeah. pretty much like I have the time now. So I just started working a little harder and dealing with less people messing things up. That's <laughs> <laughs> how you learn though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you ever feel like it's a struggle to motivate any of the employees? Like I, I feel like for yeah. sometimes when it's your so, own thing, you're more pat, yes, you're just naturally totally. more passionate about it than the people who work for you. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so how do you how do you make sure you find the right people? Because I would yeah. assume with the smaller team, that's probably more important. Yeah, definitely. You have to. It has to be fun, right? You have to have like a good relationship with the people that you work with, because that's when they that's when they want to show up. That's when they want to be there for you, and they have to believe in what you're doing. They have to, you know, it just can't be someone that worked like as a prep cook at. Um, Applebee's just threw out something like like a random person. They're gonna have no connection to what you're doing or you, and it's just it, it's not gonna last very long. So you really gotta find those people that are there to support you and what you're doing, and believe in what you're doing. I think. Um, what is what's like the worst thing that's happened since you started doing it? What's like the biggest time you messed up or some oh biggest God, disaster like or something? Um, and then how did you handle it? I guess. So there's probably a million things, but um, the worst thing, the worst thing was when I messed up with taxes. That shit's so confusing though. So fucking confusing. It's so confusing. Dude, (laughs) no one teaches you that. And as a 19 year old, oh my God, that like never really paid their own bills yet. Like I was just like, you know, I was still living at home and everything. Um, That was really hard for me. I fucked up. The first year I fucked up really bad. And then I, I, oh my God, actually. (laughs) So not only did I fuck up really bad, I hired, I'm a small business, right? I'm not pretending to be bigger than I am. I'm small 
every all my customers know we're small my instagram knows i'm small whatever (laughs) so again back when i was trying to be big and like have all these employees and just sit there and do nothing all day which really wasn't doing nothing managing people is hard but anyway i hired like an accountant firm like it was like a team like like eight people managing this little company and it was so much money for this accountant firm. It's so it getting an account. People don't realize like, it, they fucked up they too. Fucked up. That's so annoying. Yeah. Did you get your money? Did they still charge you money? Yeah. I feel like you should get your money back then. No, they didn't even pay for because they fucked. They fucked up submitting something. It was like a two hundred dollar fine, and they just they didn't cover it. I mean, they have literally one job is to just do your taxes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, so now I have a, a CPA, one guy doing my taxes. Oh my God, the price difference. Holy shit. Like thousands compared to like a couple hundred. Right. So that was my biggest financial mistake, I think. Yeah. And then I just like didn't, couldn't figure out sales tax for like a whole year. I could, I probably, I still can't figure out sales Dude. tax. Hey, I got it down now. Do you? There's yeah. no, there's no explanation <laughs> any. There's no, like, I just want to look it up and just say, here's this, if you're in this state, this, yes. you're selling this, this is what it is. There is and no, you know exist. when you like Google a question and then like a bunch of just answers pop yeah, up. There's no, yeah, there's no, there's no one you could even call. Yeah. I called once, like, I don't even know who I called. Like, <laughs> I called some, I called the state, you know, some number uh, for the state. Oh, they for sure didn't want to tell you Yeah, they didn't, they didn't help me at all. And I was like, how do people like acquire this information? And yeah. then, and then like as a small business, accountants, they don't want to deal with you most of the time because they know you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Right. And like, they don't want to be teaching you. So I, I learned that a couple times too. Yeah, one accountant just stopped answering me. <laughs> you got ghosted by your I got accountant. Ghosted your by my accountant. <laughs> That's actually And honestly, like, it wasn't that much work. Like again, small business, he just had to, do my taxes and he just ghosted me. I think that's the, probably the worst part since you started yeah. running your own business. I feel like yeah. that, that would hurt me the most. Yeah. Yeah, it was really <laughs> upsetting. <laughs> but I am proud to say that five years later, I have it all figured. Well, no, I don't well, have don't it all figured that. out. Yeah. I, I do have the sales tax figured out. I got it down now. Yeah, it's funny because you, you think fun, you think that's like a minor part of it, but then it's like too, it's super easy to screw yeah. it up and the information's not yeah. really readily available. And it's like, they don't even have like a good um, way to pay online. It's so confusing. Yeah. Like it's like, do they know what year it is? Like we have the technology to make this nicer. Someone know. needs to modernize the state of New Jersey's website. I don't know. I, I deal with New York, which is probably worse. Oh yeah. New York, oh, New York is even worse. I think they're very out of date. When I used to, when I made my LLC, you had to run ads in local newspapers for six weeks. If Are you serious? Yeah, they're one of three or four states that Whoa. still require that. So I had to I had to create like a like a classified ad almost that went in this random paper that for <laughs> sure nobody reads and had to run it for six oh, weeks shit. and the two in total costed me over a thousand bucks. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, I can't even imagine what it's like here to yeah. set up an LLC. It's very silly. Yeah. Very, very silly. Yeah, I bet. What's a time where you I guess besides for taxes, because everyone screws that up, <laughs> a time where something was something went wrong, or you were having an issue, and you you or your employees somehow kind of turned it around and made it work, or something Dude, that like maybe every single day maybe you realized um, maybe I should frame it different. What's like something you were you were doing, and then you realized over time that you were doing it like inefficiently, or it God. wasn't the best way to do it. So many. 
still so many probably. Um, I like have to ponder this. <laughs> I can't really think right now. It's going to be a long pause because I know there's something good. I just can't think of it. We can come back to it. All right. Because I'm trying to think of something really good. <laughs> Not just like how I forgot to order containers last week and had to go to Amazing Savings and buy a 200 containers in a one shopping cart. So that's, 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 that's a good one. Yeah. That's just like a silly mistake though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll come back to it. Okay. So running your own business, I assume, is stressful. How do you keep yourself from getting too stressed or, you know, overwhelmed? Slowing down, like slowing down. My So yesterday was um a pretty, it was worse than most days, right? So like a lot of things were happening. Um, Like I, <laughs> like stupid things. Like I dropped a frying pan on my foot. That hurt really that bad. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually really like, bad. <laughs> it was really bad. Like in the middle of like a lot of things that were kind of going wrong. Like, um, like one of the employees called out so that, so like being a small business and downsizing to that many employees, you know, if one person's out, like it really, it really makes a dent. So, so that slowed everything down. And then the whole, like just in a bad mood. I was tired. I didn't sleep good. Dropped the frying pan on my foot. Then I got a call that my dog was going to the hospital and just like all this stuff was going on at one time. What happened to doggy? He's okay. He's okay. Aww. He just has a cone on his head now. Oh yeah. It's really sad. But so like I wanted to just freak out yesterday and like I was like I'm quitting this I'm done I'm just gonna go get a job and work at a desk or something but you just gotta like kind of stay calm <laughs> which is what I learned to do and like slow down your thoughts on the inside and just not freak out and just handle it and move forward it's really all you can do is just keep moving forward it's like a, a wave and you just gotta ride it so yeah. I always think a lot of times when things don't work out for people it's kind of just because they give up too quick I feel like yeah that too I yeah. feel like usually if you're well exactly yeah if you work hard and you're talent, you have to have some level of talent and knowledge and stuff like that. But I feel like what separates people is usually people who give up yeah. when there's certain adversity or people who just say, I'm just going to keep going and eventually it'll work out. Yeah. At least you hope. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Eh. Does anything ever work out? <laughs> it's yeah, just it kind of like up. Ooh, it's like ups and downs and you just got to be okay with dealing with that. Right. I think, you know, yeah, being able to manage that. It's not going to be smooth sailing. No, it's not. So, so we were talking about, um, how you, in the beginning, how you wanted to do like a bodybuilding show. So I assume oh, yeah. you still work out pretty hard and I assume that partially helps you not stress too much. That's like something you enjoy doing outside of working. Yeah, totally. But there's like extremes with that whole bodybuilding thing, the whole yeah. gym thing. You could, <laughs> could be a little too addicted to it, right? And it could get in the way of life sometimes. Yeah, that's I literally left. I said I left in the middle of the day at work to go work out. So. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we were talking about that. So um, it keeps me sane, definitely. Um, but I'm trying to not let it get in the way of other things now. You know, like if I can't work out today and all I have time for is like a 30 minute walk with my dog, so be it. You know, <laughs> it kind of sucks sometimes. But. Yeah. Um, but you, so you started off wanting to do a bodybuilding competition, oh, yeah. but now you do, you don't really do no, that, right? You no, do like, like lifting, like powerlifting competitions, yeah, I do right? Like, I do three exercises pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do powerlifting and strongman now. So. And how, how long have you been doing that for? Um, right after 
the bodybuilding show. Um, so my coach at the time was actually who did my um, my workout for the bodybuilding show wasn't just like your again he wasn't a typical coach like I wasn't doing like cable kickbacks and stuff like that like he made you train like like hard like powerlifting stuff like you had to squat heavy you had to deadlift heavy bench heavy so he taught me how to work out heavy pretty much like not just you know going through movements so then after that show obviously I started eating more and then getting even stronger and then I just got into powerlifting somehow and then yeah ever since so what four years now strongman I've been doing like two years now what's so. the difference what do you do for strongman strongman is so much fun um <laughs> Is that like the it stones? Like, yeah, like I still have bruises on my arms kind of from it. <laughs> like definitely don't do it if you like are a model, you know, and you don't like show up your skin because like it'll fuck you up. It's like you do the stones, the atlas stone, is the that what it's called? Yeah, the stone, um, yoke, um, the... Yeah, the log thing. The I log I don't know what the hell that's called. Yeah, and it, it's, um, so it's fun because they're usually like in competitions they're really fun because it's a medley it's not just like one move as strong as you can it's so i'm actually really bad at it because it's endurance it's like strength and endurance combined like you got to do you know excellent like as many stone to shoulders as you can in one minute or like the yoke run you have to go like this amount of distance as fast as you can i am so bad at that <laughs> like like i lost so bad at the last competition i did like the girls were getting like doing it in like 10 seconds or less i'm like at 15 seconds that's bad like i'm like all the way at the end i'm not fast yeah but I'm it's still fun that too. yeah but that's good though you have something yeah. to work at i feel like if yes. you start off and you're great at it you'll probably get bored at it and true bit. true very true. Uh, maybe not. Actually, winning's kind of fun. I kind of take that back. <laughs> I might. I might be down yeah, to just winning. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so when you're but. doing when you're doing that kind of stuff, are there a lot of other uh, women doing that with you, or usually? Not really. Yeah. No. The. Um... Yeah. No. Not really. Ooh, I have an idea. Let's what? talk shit on girls that think lifting is bad. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. Um, uh, yeah, or like the girls that just want to tone. They don't want to. So I was to training. Tone is, toned is the worst word in all of fitness. I just want to so, be toned. That's the worst. Don't yeah, ever like, so, say that. So do I, man. Like, but you know, here I am. No, if you, <laughs> I had this. Um, so I train people too sometimes. It's part of my six my six jobs. This lady was like, you know, she was an old lady. She was like. 70 years old or something she's like i don't want to get bulky like she's 70 years old like you know <laughs> you're not gonna get bulky <laughs> she's like, i don't want to get both bulky or too muscular like i just want to be you know healthy and and lose a little bit of weight and i was like okay don't worry <laughs> you're not gonna get like you're not gonna get that bulky that fast yeah girls or just, like girls ever. think they're gonna pick up a dumbbell turn to the hulk like the second yeah. they do it it's yeah silly yeah. i always think that's funny i always <laughs> think it's funny too because most of the girls who say that also, they'll follow like Paige Hathaway, uh, <laughs> who else? Lauren Simpson. I'm trying to think of all the people that fitness like chick I know who all they do, all they do is lift. I'm like, I want to look just like her, but I don't want to get too, like, that's yeah, it's what like, they how do. How do you think they got there? Yeah. <laughs> like all the girls you want to look like, they all uh, lift. Yeah. They all weight train. Yeah. And girls are always scared to do it. It makes no sense. Um, yeah. I thought you, I, 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 I do, yeah. what? I do think like CrossFit and 
Well, not really. I don't know. It's it's like your body type, what you end up looking like. What you end up looking like. When I you think train. cross. I think CrossFit does make you kind of have like big bulkier, shoulders. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. think that's and just because like everything's because everything's an Olympic lift or an yes. overhead type thing. So you're always holding weight over your head. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of do agree. But most that. people aren't. Not saying lifting heavy will make you look bulky, but it's like most people aren't even like lifting that heavy or trying that hard. That yeah, people don't. Get people don't way. know what it's like. People don't really yeah. get how to lift heavy. No, they, they don't. think they're lifting heavy, and they just have no concept of yeah, what heavy is. Yeah, exactly. Ah, like, oh, it kind of hurts. It's enough. It's like nah, like that's <laughs> probably seventy five percent of the way there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, are you for CrossFit? I'm anti CrossFit. Um, so I'm not anti CrossFit. It it depends, really. I think like I do it every once in a while, like for fun, like for cardio, pretty much. I wouldn't do it every day. Do you do you do kipping pull ups with a lot of chalk no, that gets all over the gym? Do that, no. Do you, do, you, do you do Olympic lifts like snatch, but you face the gym and slam your feet on the ground really loud just to make a scene when you really don't know what you're doing at a commercial so gym where it makes no, no sense? No, no, to do no. That? I would not do Is that, that in a do? commercial gym ever. I didn't even know. I don't go to commercial gyms, so I don't know what goes on really. I tr- and when I do go to commercial gyms. Shit. It's the worst. I can't handle it. Yeah, it's I bad because people just don't know what they're doing Dude. and you have to try really hard not to care. I know. And, and I don't like to talk shit either because, you know, everyone's doing their own thing. Everyone's on their own journey. Everyone knows what they know. You know, some people don't know yeah. any better. So I try to be nice all the time. But like, why would you go to a gym to bring your own TheraBand to do an entire hour long workout with the TheraBand? No gym equipment. Do it at home. <laughs> <laughs> so like I recently saw that. So it's on my mind. Right what, now. what I always say is. I don't get, I feel like the gym is the only thing where people will allot a significant amount of their time to something they don't understand what they're doing at all. Yeah. Like I can't name a single other thing where people be like, I'm going to spend an hour a day, four to five days a week and have no clue what I'm doing. <laughs> but people do that. It makes no sense to me. Like if you're going to, if they you're going to spend the time, like you should put in some effort to know just because they get the most out of it. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, if you're, if you're, you're making the effort like to go, you should get as much out as you can. You know, time is money and it's your energy you're expending, right. like do it more efficiently. Yeah. Like you're, you're spending money. You're spending time. Out there. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I like feel you. bad for people. I'm like, you're spending a lot of money and time and you kind of don't know like, what you're doing. Like just do it right or don't do it at all. Yeah. I know. Like I, life motto. I agree with that. It's yeah. trying, you try and learn or like it would be silly of. Well, that's. You should do something, even if you're not doing it right. It's good to move. I take it back. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Gotta be careful what you say. Nowadays. I don't know. I just, yeah, I just get grumpy. I, I was a little grumpy in the gym this morning, I guess. <laughs> and it's carried into today. So, or later today. Oh my God. Yeah, commercial gyms will do that to you. Ooh, actually, I remember this. I remember you posting something about having an issue with people with bad form, though. I do remember you saying that. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it so much. It... See, but it's not that on, hard. on the other hand, I hate form Nazis though. So are you like, a, are you like that? No, no, not <laughs> at all. But like if you're benching and your entire midsection is moving, stabilize your damn body, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> it's not that like, I don't know, just be aware of it at least, you know, like awareness, have some core strength. So I used to teach Pilates like, like four days a week. I don't do it that much anymore. I went down to one day a week and then I actually just kind of stopped teaching altogether because I don't have time for it. But anyway, people do not know how to control their body or like their limbs, you know, like yeah. they just have no idea how to do anything with their body. It's scary actually. 
So just, you know, develop some core strength, people. It's, that's all I got to say. It's also funny because I wonder how many people, we understand each other, but I don't know how many other people will listen and understand. Like, yeah, I feel that too. Like, yeah, <laughs> probably, I know. They're probably I know. The, peop- the people we're talking about. They're like, wait, what do you mean? <laughs> oh my God. But my favorite page on Instagram is Jim Fuckery, hands down. Nah, I can't you look know. at that. It just makes me upset. It's so funny, <laughs> no, though. it's not. <laughs> it's the worst. I actually hate those. No, Do you actually, really? actually, I mean, it's terrible, the, the but the main, it's like, the main the reason fuck? I hate them is because I'll have people send those things to me, be like, LOL, this is you. Like, huh? like, it's like not funny. 50 other people send me the same post. Oh like, my God. Yeah, I get, the, I get those a lot. <laughs> like, I have like yeah. probably three or four friends who just, and they'll all send me the same videos. It'll go viral. And I get the same one three or four times. Like, oh, like, this is this guy. Like, this is you. <laughs> That's a good yeah, one, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait, what's your, so what's your thoughts but form? I just like, think there's a balance. Like there's, okay. so like I'll see some trainers where they're so obsessed over form that mm. it prevents the person from actually moving weight that they can move. Okay, okay, so, okay. So I'll yeah, see yeah. people who like be the same guy, he goes to the gym, he's there four days a week at minimum, probably more. He'll see his trainer and the trainer won't let him bench over like 95 pounds because okay. he's making him go so strict so like it's just it's too much it's like that i, I feel like you, you tip the scale too much or yes. they'll be like doing a cable row he's like chest out like pinch your back <laughs> do this like it's like dude, no just, it's too much just, yeah you're sometimes just got too much go. this guy the person's doing 50 pounds less than they probably could do with yeah pretty with pretty good form and i yeah. feel like at a certain point you kind of got are you trying to teach them I think you have to know what your client's goals are. Are you trying to teach them how to lift properly or are you trying to help them like transform their body or lose weight or something? Because if the main goal is, you know, clients trying to lose weight, they don't need to, you don't need to teach them how to deadlift perfect. Maybe just don't even deadlift. Yeah. They don't need to learn the skill. Like powerlifting, like it's all about like, you know, you want to just get better at what you're doing. Squat, bench, and deadlift. Like you just want to perfect that, you know? Exactly. If you're losing weight, you you need to move and obviously not hurt yourself and do things yeah. correctly. But you know, it's it's not that intense. Yeah, pe- people will be teaching clients like an Olympic lift, and they're really just trying to. They're really just overweight. It's like this person just needs know, to lose I know, weight. I know. They don't. You know, they don't need to learn how to. I'm with you on that. You know, do like clean and press. It's just. <laughs> what are your thoughts on mobility? People that spend like an hour doing mobility work. Oh, you're probably. I, I kind of into it. I kind of wish oh. I could. I used to love yoga. Okay. So I used to love doing I used to that. Teach yoga too. Really? Yeah. What, what's your? Do you ever do hot yoga? Love like, it. Yeah. I try and do it once a week. I do it like once every. Two That's months. why I was. I'm gonna start doing yoga once a week. It feels I do so it once, good. On, once every other month. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Same. Same. I like yeah. hot yoga. The problem is I sweat so much. I just can't even stay on the mat anymore. <laughs> it's so gross. It's and then, fun, like, but yeah, yeah, it is a little much. I'm actually low key very flexible. It would su- it would you? surprise you how good I am at yoga. Yeah, hmm. I'm I'm pretty. I used to do. I actually organized it with my college football team. I got oh, really? a, a teacher at school to just do a class with the football team once a week in the off season. because wow. I was super into it in college. But then it's really I stopped good. doing it. It's yeah, great. It's the best. It. So is that what kept you flexible? I guess. I don't like, know. I like think what I made- just am. Yeah, it's weird. It's just who you are. It's weird because I'm stiff, but I'm flexible. Like it yeah, makes no yeah, sense. Yeah. It's it's really weird. It, it, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I'm pretty. I haven't done it in a while though, so I, maybe I'll pull something if I tried yoga now. But oh yeah, 
Yeah, like if I'm training really heavy and I'm like close to a competition and you know everything's like on the verge of breaking down and I do yoga, I will fuck something up. I did that one time. I yeah. did I lifted really heavy. It was in college and then I did yoga later that same day. And I woke up at 4 a.m. with the worst back spasms ever. Called Fuck, my mom. Yeah. Called my mommy. My back hurts. <laughs> like, good in so much pain. I was like, oh I need to go to the hospital. My back. Like, it was the worst. So yeah, you definitely can. You got to be careful with. Like, if you're doing other shit, like if you're actually training, you got to be careful with your stretching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely overdid it that one time. I yeah. remember. Yeah. <laughs> other than that, it's great for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. That's enough gym talks. I'll just rant forever. You end, you'll end up not talking. It'll just be me like complaining about stuff or ranting about one thing or another. That'll happen. All right. So what are actually I'll say this first. What other ways have you tried to like branch out outside of just the meal prep? Like, for example, I mm. saw that you have your own blog now where you're putting out recipes and stuff. Yeah. So the whole reason for downsizing my meal prep is because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with it, you know, like what the next steps were. Um, Cause I was, I almost got my own place, right? Like that was in the works. Like I was looking at like a little, like a health cafe, like my own kitchen to run out of right now. I use a rental. So like, that's what, I, you know, obviously the next steps are for growth, get your own place or start shipping meals. Right. So I didn't want to do any of that. So now I'm just kind of, um, figuring out what I want to do with it. So in the meantime, I always wanted to have a recipe blog. So I just started that. And then um, I'm, gonna, I'm working on a bunch of eBooks, like recipe eBooks. So hopefully we'll start selling those soon. I don't know if you know this, I was a recipe writer for like a couple of supplement companies. Really? Like what companies? Yeah. So it started, the first one I did was Nutribio. That was a that's a pretty big one, isn't it? That's yeah. a pretty big company. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. That was really fun. Um, I did that for like a year, I think. Um, yeah, I was just making recipes for different products they had and helping like with the recipe shoots, like for the actual product and then the food. So yeah, that was really fun. How I like doing that. How does that, that pay? Mm, not that great. Right. But it's it's fun. You get your name out there. It's you also experience. experience. You can put that on the resume you get, like, if you want a better you know, yeah. thing down the road, maybe. It, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Res um, resume builders, actually, it's a big thing because I ran my whole, own business the whole my whole life. So I feel like you don't need much more on the resume than that. <laughs> um, you'd be surprised. Not not like I'm looking for a job, but um, it, employers don't really like to see that because it doesn't. I guess they think maybe you know, you're gonna leave and do it again or something like that. Yeah, I, it's focus not, isn't on them. Or yeah, something. I don't really know what it is exactly. I don't know. Maybe it's like. It, doesn't doesn't show that you could stick to a job and follow directions kind of that's know, actually true because i want to be an entrepreneur entrepreneur and i'm really bad with same. like authority same <laughs> i don't like being told <laughs> that's what to why do. i'm here <laughs> <laughs> so actually that's probably right <laughs> exactly so yeah so i i have a couple of side jobs right now was this even the question i don't know i work um i work on a food truck too actually and so I, I work in a rental kitchen, right? So there's a lot of other people doing their own thing. So I'm kind of just, there's plenty of work there, you know, like I'm helping other people out with their jobs. So it's giving me experience, um, networking, learning a lot of new things with people that are much more experienced than I am. And I'm making money, so it's all good. That's good. Yeah. I think it's good too when you have a network of people kind of supporting themselves. People help yeah. you do your thing, you help it, them do their exactly. thing. Exactly. Like okay. the one guy I work for is doing deliveries for me right now. 
So it's like a, <laughs> right. yeah, we all help each other out. So That's good. it's you, good. Everyone needs that. Yeah. And I thought about a food truck. He's been trying to get me to start like a healthy food truck. I have a lot of ideas. On I mean, that, that's not a bad idea because most of, of them are really bad for you. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty. Um, I'm actually very anti halal trucks. I have a beef, are you? I have a beef with halal. I had Why? A, one, I never had it. One time I was. All my friends eat it drunk. But I, I mean, it, yeah. So it. one time I had it drunk. You threw up. So they asked. <laughs> They they asked me they're like oh you want hot sauce and I love spicy food yeah and I was I was like yeah load it up I love hot <laughs> oh sauce blah, blah, blah. and you were drunk yeah it okay. it hurt oh so bad to eat like it was it was way too hot but I was too drunk to care so I just yeah. I ate the whole thing I hear you. the mm-hmm. next day on my way home when I still lived in East Rutherford oh, I was shit. trying to take the bus back <laughs> I'm in Port Authority with my two friends and I just looked at them and said yo I'm not gonna make it <laughs> I ran to the bathroom puked and it. It came up and burned my throat so bad. Ew. I felt like I had strep throat for two days, and I ne- I've Ew. yeah yeah you're scarred for I life. I hate yeah done. I hate halal now, so I have yeah. major beef with halal food. Yeah, even though it was my fault, but I blame them. Yeah, you're scarred for life. Yeah, blame, blame <laughs> them, of course. <laughs> I actually I used to I used to make a like food videos where I would like test out like wait I remember places. that yeah I so that. Yeah. so I did one with the halal oh, shit, truck. What happened to that? Why'd you stop? I, 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 <laughs> They kind of sucked. There were a few funny parts, but <laughs> those weren't my main ideas. I they, they were like kind of okay. This will be something I could do consistently. And yeah. I had bigger ideas. Yes. And then it was just taking up time, and I didn't think they were good, so I was like, all right, screw it. But one of the ones I did was a <laughs> and halal you're getting truck. Sick, throwing up and shit. Yeah, yeah it's so, not worth it. So I did. I did a halal truck, and I was just like, I'm just gonna eat this, and no matter how it tastes, I'm gonna say it sucks and throw it out. <laughs> Wait, did you do it? Yeah, and You're I such did an it. Ass. I, I had to make sure the people weren't watching. I was like, I was like looking. Was it like, was it low key good though? It was fine. <laughs> but I was just, I was like, I hate halal trucks, and I'm gonna say this sucks and throw it out. And it was like halal guys, like the hey, main. I don't understand halal thing it. You can I never have. had it. It looks disgusting to me. Uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Well, Jesus. I like real halal food. Yeah, don't just not ever like the review my trucks. food. I'm gonna make sure. No, that- your food's good. I'm saying that <laughs> that's unhealthy for you. It makes I don't hope your food doesn't make me throw up. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, assume, I hope not. I too. assume your food is much better than that. <laughs> oh my, yeah, I, w- I would hope so. I would hope so. <laughs> Actually, uh, you brought me some uh, things to try, so I, yeah. I can review it. <laughs> You're gonna yeah. leave. I'm gonna record a section. This was the worst thing. I will <laughs> no. do it and say not. it's great. Um, <laughs> What were we saying? Uh, all right. Did. So you said, I was going to ask what your long-term goals are, but it sounds like oh. you're unsure. Um, I'm unsure. I do have a direction though, I guess. Yeah. Let's leave it at I'm unsure. I have things in the works though. Okay. For sure. That's good. Yeah. As long as you're working towards something. Oh it's yeah. Not, it's not good to be stagnant. I hate being stagnant. Yes. It freaks me out. Yeah. It, so. Yeah. I never was, would be. It's the, yeah, it scares me. But yeah, I see, I get scared when I see well, other people who That's are why like I'm that. scared of figuring it out because then it's like, what happens when you figure it out? You know? <laughs> that's great. What do you mean? I want to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. But then like, I feel like it's just stillness once you figure it out. I don't want to, I don't want to figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know? I don't know. You, you'll, in, in a little while after not figuring it out, you'll be like, I wish I figured yeah. it out. <laughs> <laughs> what have you learned about yourself throughout the whole time you've been running your business? Ooh, a lot, um, <laughs> a lot of different things. So there's obviously so many moving parts of running a business. Communication was a big thing that I had to deal with, like when I was managing people. So yeah, communication and like, that's like a skill you need to work on and you need to 
grow and you need to practice that daily. So that's one thing. And then another thing is, um, I'm capable of like so much more, anyone really, you're capable of more than you think of, or you could ever imagine, you know, you could handle more, you could do more, you could be more, just, just do it. You just got to do it. You got to start and it's all, anything's possible. So that was a main thing. I still try and like get that in my head to this day, you know? I like yeah. saying like, just get started. I yeah. feel like that's kind of the hardest part. Kind of like course correct along the way. Yeah. 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 Cause that's why when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, I was just like trying to think of a million things yes. and I was like, like you know what? You I just need to start something exactly, and I'll just figure it out. If exactly. it sucks, I'll change it or I'll pivot. I'll yeah. Cause like exactly what works. You learn something either way. Right. I'm not learning anything by trying to think of stupid apps and dumbass Dude, business ideas. That'll never work. I have a list. I have a lot of lists. One of them is just like a list of business ideas. It's like a hundred, there's like over a hundred things down there. And I'm like, I'm never going to reread this ever again. So this was a waste of my time. <laughs> I'm a huge list person too, actually. Yeah. I have so many notes on my phone. Me too. <laughs> yeah. What advice would you give aspiring entrepreneurs? Pretty much what I just said. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> just start something. Um, is there anything different you would give aspiring uh, women entrepreneurs? Do you feel like it's Ooh. it's a little difficult? It's more difficult for a woman to take well, that leap. I think so, but I I do think a lot. I think there's a lot more um, women that are going out there and starting their own businesses. So I think it's. I think more people are doing it now, but um, I don't know if it was an age thing. It was probably mostly an age thing. But managing people, I'm 19 and I'm managing like adults that are way more experienced than I am uh you know in what like their 40s and 50s and there's like a little like 19 year old trying to tell them what to do that was really hard for a while which it should have been i guess because i was just starting but you just like they're not gonna listen to you really or take you that seriously <laughs> like especially especially being a girl too right and then being that young and it's like they had to listen to me but I don't know. It's hard. You just got to be confident in what you're doing and, but like not too confident, like, you know, be open to better ways to do things and always be asking questions and be curious, but like be firm with your choices, you know, and your, and what you're saying or what you believe in. I don't know. That's a big one. Do you think you gain, do you think you gain people's respect that you manage as you got, went on? Like, how do you think you like one people over, I guess. I don't know if that's the right way to frame it, but because mm. I agree, I think it would be hard for me to listen to a 19 year old tell me what to do <laughs> at this, at this age. So, yeah. So, I mean, at the time I was hiring people like, I, like as an independent contractor, like I wanted them to come in and kind of like, it was, it was known that they were going to be the head of the kitchen, right? Like it was going to be my menu items and my recipes, if anything, but like they were kind of in charge of of um, the kitchen and managing people in the kitchen. But um, the hell was I saying? Oh, how did I win people over? Hmm, did I win anyone over yet? I don't know. But being clear and confident, I think is a big thing. Like you need to be clear of what you're telling someone to do and why you're doing it. It's, it's like communicating correctly really goes a long way. And being clear in what you want from the person. Yeah, I don't know. People need direction. You know, if you just like, yeah, 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 I feel like it's hard because sometimes you have to either be very, if you want something done specific way, you need to be specific. I feel like sometimes yeah. people fall into the trap of 
they don't give the best instructions. Exactly. They leave it up to the person, person's discretion, and then they get mad. Why'd you do it this way? Well, yeah. you weren't. I clear. never, never blame anyone for anything that like if something's done wrong like i take full responsibility all the time like it's it's my fault i think that's a good way to be yeah yeah because like what are you gonna do just make it worse by blaming the other person it's like right. you know if something went wrong it's because my directions weren't clear i think so that's important a lot of not everyone manages that way but no definitely not yeah <laughs> i think most people probably don't yeah yeah so that's important and free food helps, you know. Like giving your employees food. <laughs> yeah. <or something. laughs> yeah, that helps. That's actually pretty good compensation. Yeah. I would like that. Yeah. Food's expensive too, so if you're it getting is. free food. Exactly. That's pretty nice. You just got to like help make it, but you know, take yeah, I don't know. I'm not that good at that though. I'm only good at eating it, unfortunately. <laughs> I think my last question is I just want to hear more about your dog. Just mm. tell me about your dog. He's like so amazing. So he was... <sighs> I wanted him for a long time, right? So I had a deposit on him for like two years. And then what? Yeah. Him specifically for well, two no, years? Well, no, just a husky, a husky. Okay. from a breeder, okay. right? From a specific <laughs> breeder. And it was like never the right time. Um, because I was like, how am I going to take care of this dog? And it's just, he was expensive too, you know? Obviously. Expensive, and it's also you're giving yourself more responsibility when you're yes, pretty limited and everyone, on time. Well, so this is another piece of advice. Don't always listen to people, okay? Because they don't know what's best for you. <laughs> they don't, they, you know, like it's your life. You you could listen to people to some extent, but just always make sure you're listening to like your your gut feeling or whatever your gut wants and needs, okay? So, so many people told me not to get the dog. And then I was just like, it was like an impulse purchase. Like at like one, like 2 a.m. I was like, I should have been sleeping. I was like, you know what? I'm pressing okay on this button and I'm going to pay for this dog and I'm going to get him now. And so obviously I had to wait for him to like be born and all that, <laughs> you know, like be a real thing. But, um, but yeah, it was the best decision of my life. He's such a good boy. I'm so jealous. I want a dog so bad. Yeah. Damn. Well, he's crazy. He ate the couch. Um, Huskies, he I feel like have are pretty high energy though. High energy, yeah. high maintenance. Um, he ate, he has expensive taste. He ate all my favorite shoes. It definitely taught me to be more mindful of where I keep my things. It taught me to be <laughs> like more neat in my house. So yeah, it's a learning process. Otherwise your shit's destroyed. Yeah. yeah having yeah. a dog in the city is also not something no, I would not want. Ideal. It's, yeah. I, I walk my friend's dog sometimes and I get stressed. Just <laughs> There's just cigarettes and shit it's, all over yeah, the ground. Yeah. Other dogs, people, cars. It's just... There's no yeah. grass and they have nowhere to run. It's it's not a good place for a dog. It really so, isn't. Yeah. But what are you going to do? It's all right. I'll yeah. just be here alone, I guess. <laughs> Get right. a cat. Get a house cat. I'm no way. Cats. Do you hate cats? Yes. Same. Oh, so why do you suggest that? <laughs> I don't know. Some, you know, maybe you're no. into cats. Actually, the last so, time I, I touched a cat, I broke out in like a rash. Oh, shit, really? Chin. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Nah. Well, you get like a little lap dog. They'll be all right with the city. And then you can get like the fake patches of grass, you know, put it in my living room. So it just pisses and shits (laughs) in my living room. My my living room that's like five by five feet. I don't know if that's a good idea. Oh my God. I'm going to the bathroom right in front of my couch. (laughs) You know, just make it work. Yeah, no. Not Uh, idea. You have a bit, having a, like a, you have like a medium sized dog to bigger dog is best. I want to cuddle with my dog. If I have a little dog. Kill him. Yeah, I would. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not into tiny dogs. Like, I need, I need a big dog. I feel like they have more personality. 
I also feel yeah. like they, even though Huskies are crazy, he'll be probably wild. be more mellow, I would think. If you have a smaller dog, it's guaranteed to be crazy its whole oh, life. If you have see, a bigger Bear dog, there's a higher he chance. He doesn't bark at all. Like That's ever. amazing. He's, yeah. He's a I feel really like Huskies boy. are pretty vocal too. That's surprising. I know. I want him to talk because you see those no, videos where they're talking. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah, like I want him to talk. To, so the only time he talks is when my mom yells at him. He actually does talk back to her. <laughs> that's pretty funny, but that's about it. And he has to be in like a certain type of mood. But yeah, <laughs> he's definitely fun. What's his name? Bear. Oh. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Let's wrap it up All with right. a music recommendation. Oh, shit. I only gave you two things to prepare. Yeah, I know. I forgot about that one. <laughs> so I listen to weird music. Like I listen to like a whole... T- depends on my mood, you know? Depends on the genre. I have something for everything. Give me some examples. I listen to a wide range of music as well. Okay. Um, so my roots are like pop punk. I was a pop punk girl back in the day. Um, fangirl status. Like May Day Parade. Okay. Like that, that was me. Um, it's... I listen to mostly classic rock. Sum it up with that. Okay. Um, I love the Beatles. Like, I can't recommend like one thing. Give me more than one. I, I guess we're out of the classic rock thing because my my parents grew up listening to disco music. So huh. all my so all my friends listened to like Springsteen and yeah. Bon Jovi, and yeah, I listened yeah, yeah. to. Like Zeppelin, like Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> Instead, yes. my, my parents kind of confused me with the disco. Um. Okay, so I have a weird, weird one. So I've been listening to this one artist lately because it's just it's. So what is it called? I'm gonna fuck it up and make it sound even weirder. Rainbow. Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Yeah, you know them. Yes. Okay, so they're pretty good. A lot of my friends don't know about them. Um, I just recently stumbled upon them. A few of my so friends like saw them in concert recently. So it was oh, really? Awesome. Yeah. So it was really good. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. I don't know. Rainbow I could, I could go on, but I'm going to leave it at that. All right. That's good. <laughs> okay. So, Martine, it's my meal prep. I'm going to put all information in the show notes for how to get to... And actually, we should say this. Where do you deliver? Like, what's your uh, region? Uh, all over New Jersey and New York. Like New York City, Manhattan area. Okay. Yeah. So if you're in that area, you should check out her website. I'll have yes. the link with the show. Um, you could see her. I'll put her Instagram too, so you could see that. You could get to the My Meal Prep Instagram and her blog, all those things. All those good. And things. I, I think oh, there's, there's going to be you. a promo code. Yes. What is it now? Do you, is it, uh, it'll be in the bottom, but yeah. do you know what it is now? Lone Wolf Ten. Lone Wolf Ten for ten percent off. For ten percent off. You're welcome, guys. See what I did for yeah. you? Get good food, 10% off. <laughs> um, any last words? No, that's it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on. This was really good. And I will say, since I always want to do the entrepreneurial thing, I very much like admire people who do that kind of stuff. And especially doing it in school, I feel like I was too stupid to do it at that time. So the yeah. fact that you're yeah, it was hard. still, I'm too stupid to do it now, <laughs> but in school especially. I hated school. Um, yeah, oh, everyody's yeah. Cool. <laughs> everyone likes to drink and party at college. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But you didn't like that. So that's why you were able to run <laughs> at a business. The time, though, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's awesome. And uh, I'm about thank to thank actually you. probably eat the food as soon as she leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, so you should order it, check it <laughs> out. And uh, thanks for joining me. Thank you.